never say die! Forty going on fourteen. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two hundred and fifty-one of Forty Going On Fourteen. I am Mike. I am Patrick. I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And I'm not really a big fan of shoes, but I'm really not a big fan of getting hookworms. Oh, hookworms! Sorry, I would. Yeah. What? How could you? What were you mistaking that for? What? Huh? Who are you? Never. You know what? Honestly, I don't want to know. <laughs> Uh, if you're confused about uh, the fact that this is 251, maybe you just listened to us on iTunes or whatever. Uh, we did our big show 250 as a live stream last week. Mm-hmm. So you're going to find that on uh, actually Josh's Twitch site. Um, head over there and look up uh, Doc Stout, and uh, you'll find our uh, comparison of the Back to the Future animated show against Rick and Morty. Yes, it'll be buried somewhere in the middle of approximately 200 uh, Hearthstone videos. Actually, it's near the top. I think it's the way I had it sorted by popularity, and it's. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that'll do it. Because yeah. yeah, nobody watches my Hearthstone videos. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Maybe maybe you could accidentally get some traffic this way. Yeah. Yep. Accidentally. <laughs> if if I had uh, been able to manipulate my numbers a little bit based on the boost I got from our show, I, I'd be a, a partner or an affiliate by now. <laughs> yeah, but you get to see what we look like on that one, too, so that'll be fun. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, now you know why yeah, we do audio. My apologies for what I've done with my body. Um, if you like what Pat's done with his <laughs> body... <laughs> hey, no one should like that. Well, you'll find escape from it. <laughs> in the great shows of the podcast collective. Yes. <laughs> such, as, such as No Hope for Humanity, Dating Baggage, I Am Salt Lake, and of course the Rad Dad Radio Hour. How come he never <laughs> plugs our new show, Mike? What's that? How come he never plugs our new show? Wow. We have a new show? <laughs> well, read that list. It's been in there for a while. It's been in there for a while. I noticed it immediately. I've been jumping over it every week. I don't recall recording show. that show with you. <laughs> Get to us, episode five, we'll talk. <laughs> I bet our listener base wow. would listen to it, though. I bet our fans would. Would you listen to a show called Why Can't We Stop Pooping with Pat and Mike? Obviously. I don't know why we're not starting that show now. I know, right? Cancel this show. I was going to say, because we could barely get together for one show a week. <laughs> yeah. <Wow>. So. <laughs> Just, <laughs> he's still rad dad in the background. But we talked all over his rad dad, so. Uh, dude, that was the funniest the Rad Dad Raro has been in like a year. Right? Raro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't even know what to go at this point. Well, if you uh, want to find us, find our. Yeah, oh, yeah. On uh, iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Podverse FM. This is what happens when we take even a week off. We just I was going to say, hell. if only there was a convenient set of notes that could tell you what to say next. <laughs> I know, right? It's 708 now, Raph. 708-669-9727 if you want to call us. Josh, do we have any voicemails? I sure hope not. <laughs> I don't think we do. <laughs> oh, it's a shame we don't have something in voicemails in here. Um, <laughs> Geek Life Radio, 12 noon on Saturdays. Except for last Saturday because it was video and that's all audio. So go to Josh's uh, Twitch. Doxed out. That's an out with a D-O-C-S-T in front of it. Yes. So... Um, <laughs> So yeah, last week we were actually at uh, Gen Con, the world's largest uh, game convention. 
uh, having a good time performing instant game show. I hope we got to see some of you guys out there. You know, hope you guys got to stick, come on by for the show. And um, getting real tired. <laughs> it was, it's like by by day three, my like, like midday on Saturday, I was done. <laughs> yeah, it was about the time we realized we have a ton of prizes that we have to give away, so it doesn't look like we're just making off with them, and people stopped being able to answer questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please, just get one of these right. I will give you, like, this whole, one of them, one of the guys got, like, a whole set of role-playing books, and he all gets... <laughs> right. Yeah, the guy, the guy that I did the, the trivia with couldn't even get him right, and then there was the one that Josh, he was giving his, the category is things named Brian, and he's like, you know, Miles O. Just like, like, say the word Brian. <laughs> Horses are pretty. <laughs> Colors that rhyme with purple. Uh, orange? No, That's but we, much how it went. we had a lot of great contestants out there, and we had a lot of great people coming by. Good shows and all that. So it, uh, thank you if you came by. It was a pleasure. We will see you next year. Next year, baby. Yeah. What was your favorite? Well, no, you know what? Never mind. That, that, we'll talk about that off. I was going to say your favorite moment, but. Mine was the, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no. yeah. My favorite moment was when Pat did a uh, would you rather, and it was, would you rather donate a dollar to help children in need in Africa or just get your damn receipt so you can go home and make dinner? <laughs> oh, my God. The crowd, crowd did, for that one, too. Yeah. The crowd did not like that one. I never did that one again. I'm like, all right, I'll, 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 I'll not do that one again. <laughs> uh, I don't know. My best. Oh, good. No, I say he... Um, they just, I mean, some of them wanted to answer the second one, but they felt like the rest of the crowd would attack them if they did. <laughs> would you that like was the same one where I asked the guy in the wheelchair if he wanted to be Professor X or Magneto? Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's what we keep you around for: classy shots like that. <laughs> well, my best and worst moments are both thanks to Pat. Um, when he asked the audience, "Say, would you rather go on a date with Joel or have the shiniest quarter in the world?" and about three people raised their hand to go on a date with me, and that was kind of the low point. But the high point was one of the guys that raised his hand said, "It looks nice." <laughs> to to Pat's defense, so, that was a really shiny quarter that he had. The shiniest, <laughs> world's shiniest. That means something, Joel. It's not just a quarter. It's the shiniest, it's the shiniest quarter. <laughs> I like my head. I think it's about that time. Thank God. It is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he, it was. he says he says realizing that the sound doesn't go across the where it did before struggling to play music this week this week in music movies and tv and sports wow that was bad and sports <laughs> good god so this week, we are looking at November 17th, 1984, the release of the first Air Jordans. Oh, oh good choice. All right, so music. The number one song in the land was Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham. The jitterbug. <laughs> jitterbug. Hey, don't, don't, don't say anymore. We're going to get copyright infringement. Yeah, no kidding. I know, right? Let me sleep before you stay, stay. Jesus Christ. What, what the fuck was that? And why do I think it's so funny? I think he did the exact same joke last time we talked about this this song. Oh, wow. not if he worse. <laughs> I don't don't remember ever doing that joke before. Maybe I, I did. I remember that joke. Possibly. There's no way that somebody else in the world made up that joke. 
<laughs> I appreciate the confidence. <laughs> On November 25th, the Band-Aid single, Do They Know It's Christmas, was recorded at SARM Studios in Notting Hill, London. By gathering a bunch of performers that included Paul Young, Simon Le Bon, Bono, Phil Collins, Paul Weller, Sting, Boy George, and Mamo. Damn it! I would. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! What? I was waiting to say the Mamo joke. <laughs> That's for the fucking quarter, you dick. <laughs> Shiny quarter. Uh, Matt, you listen to that song. It, it's a little cringy right now. Oh, I still love it though. It's what? like wait, wait, wait. It's it's so blissfully unaware of just how condescending it is. Yeah, that's just, the thing. It's like just like Pat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fully aware. I just don't care. That's the difference. Do you know it's Christmas? <laughs> that's when he gets the fancy can of spam. Mm, Whoa! All right. On November fifteenth, Emergency, the sixteenth studio album by Cool and the Gang, was released. It was later named Billboard Album of the Year in 1985. Really? It's hmm. a good freaking album. What's Give me a song off there. No. I was not <laughs> expecting follow-up question. <laughs> I know I own it. it. Oh, my God. Oh. Ow. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you just got a smoke take. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. It has, such, it has fresh, misled, cherish. Cherish. Uh, cherish is yeah. awful. Dude, dude, what is wrong with you and '80s music? How can, it's a, lo- a lot of it is bad. How that's can what, you say that's bad and then go how much you like? Do you know it's Christmas? Because do you know it's Christmas is cheesy on the good side, whereas Cherish is cheesy on the bad side. There is a difference between like Vanilla Ice and Mbop. Yeah, but I'm still reeling from you not liking Africa by Toto. So. Uh, I, I don't dislike it. I just don't think it's great by any means. How about Time After Time? I love time after time. Okay, okay. okay we agree. You're on alive that. to me again. <laughs> wow, I don't know what the hell just happened. Uh, and finally, on November 20th, Michael Jackson received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame directly in front of Man's Chinese Theater. Jackson left after only three minutes at the request of security, as the crush of 5,000 onlookers became a safety. Most of them were small children. <laughs> yeah, they weren't concerned for him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to movies. The number one movie in the land was Missing in Action, starring Chuck Norris. Can I make a guilty confession? Never seen it. Haven't well, I thought you were going to say you've see, seen all the Missing in Action movies. No. Say, you've seen those and haven't seen Godfather? <laughs> I saw Missing in Action. It's pretty forgettable, though. It really is. <laughs> they couldn't afford, like, real guns. Jenna Malone, born November 21st, is an American actress, musician, and photographer. She starred in a number of mainstream and independent films, including Contact, Stepmom, Donnie Darko, Saved, Sucker Punch, and the acronym of the week, TND, which I believe is Tasting Neil Diamond. (laughs) (laughs) Coming soon to the Food Network. (laughs) What? No, that is the Neon Demon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a classic uh, kind of cult thing. Never That's seen it. The name Neil Diamond has for his penis. <laughs> <laughs> the Neon Demon. Neil Diamond was never very uh, subtle about that. There's like so <laughs> many album covers where he's got the guitar coming right out of his crotch holding it. And it's just like, we get it, Neil. This next song is about the time I stabbed a hobo. <laughs> With my penis. Uh, Jenna Malone also played Johanna Mason in the Hunger Games film series, probably where I know her best from. 
She is also an indie pop musician in two bands, Jenna Malone and Her Bloodstains, and The Shoe. Huh. Yeah. Busy girl. She is. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, American actress known for Lost in Translation and the Avengers films, among many other movies, was born in New York City. Lovely Scarlett Johansson. Too much applause. I've always liked her. Yeah, same Mm. here. First time I saw her was in uh, Ghost World, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be keeping an eye on this. <laughs> wrote it down on I your dry erase board. I didn't as creepy as it did, but, you no. know. He, There's yeah. a little Palpatine there. We'll be watching your career <laughs> right with some interest. <laughs> <laughs> Unexpected prequel memes. <laughs> but as soon as, as soon as I was done saying that, I'm like, that sounded really creepy. You know what blows my mind is that she was in Lost in Translation, and immediately before that, she was in Eight-Legged Freaks. Oh, such a great movie. She's got a, a lot of range. Eight, she really does. Eight-Legged Freaks was kind of fun. It is. It's like the spiritual successor to Arachnophobia. Mm-hmm. And then you got to see, if you watch Arachnophobia, then Eight-Legged Freaks, then you watch Big-Ass Spider. You've got a good night. Big-Ass Spider is fantastic. I've seen Wait all a minute, those movies. Arachnophobia, Eight-Legged Freaks? Is, are, are, are the years match up? Do we have a new show idea there? No, but you could do Eight-Legged eight Freaks and uh, Big-Ass Spider, I think. Arachnophobia was 1990. Yes. When was Eight-Legged Freaks? After that. Eight, two seconds. It came out in 2002. Ooh. So it technically could be a show. Anyway. There's more than 10 years between them, so I would say that would work. And but, one was in ni- the 90s and the others post-2000. But you've got Big-Ass Spider. I think I want to watch Big-Ass Spider just make Pat watch Big-Ass Spider. No. It's good, dude. I, I disagree with that. No, no, no. It's it's not. It's it's terrible, but awesome at the same time. Yes. Anyway, that was movies. Movies. <laughs> Come on. It's got Ray Damn. Wise. How can you go wrong? All right. So anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> so TV. <laughs> Top shows in the land are Dynasty, Dallas, The Cosby Show, and 60 Minutes. Wow. As is tradition. We still haven't done the Dallas show, and we probably won't because it's a terrible idea. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to watch either version. So uh, Fred Rogers of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood presented a sweater to the Smithsonian Institution on November 22nd of this year. He just thought it looked cold. (laughs) (laughs) Has anybody seen the Won't You Be My Neighbor documentary yet? No, No, I really want to, though. I, that's right where I am. Just haven't made the time. We're, we're actually talking about going and seeing it very soon as a family. Now We all want to see it, so we'll take my niece to go see it. Yeah. All those sweaters knitted by his mother. Crazy, huh? Yeah. Until they yeah. started sending him so damn many. <laughs> you, you think at one point or another, even in his head, he'd be like, this is a lot of sweaters. <laughs> right? <laughs> the hell am I going to do with this many zip-up sweaters? <laughs> so November 12th. Teresa Saldana appeared as herself in the NBC movie Victim for Victims, the Teresa Saldana story, retelling her tale of the 1982 stabbing incident and its aftermath. I don't know who that is. She was an actress that had a stalker that stabbed her outside of her apartment. Really? Yep. I mean, that was kind of a thing there briefly in like middle, late 80s. Oh, she she was in the evil that men do. Yep. And I want to hold your hand. And the commish. Oh, I kind of recognize her. She was the wife in the commish. Raging Bull. Yep. She had some good stuff. We had dudes dudes stalked her and stabbed her like seven or eight times, something like that. Wow. Well, she's still working to a point. Her last credit is... No, she's not still working. She died. She died? Died in 2016, yeah. Oh. 
Well, she was working up until 2004, so good on her. She did voices in Batman Beyond. Hmm. So that's cool. Uh, that's TV. On to spurts. Spurts. <laughs> On November 14th, Ryan Sandberg won the National League MVP award for the Chicago Cubs. Maybe you guys would enjoy that at least. Yay. Hey. Yay. Boo. <laughs> South <laughs> side. I grew up South side. <laughs> <laughs> On November 19th, the New York Mets, Dwight Gooden, became the youngest to be named National League Rookie of the Year at 20 years of age. That's crazy. Huh. What were you think doing at 20 were, years, Patrick? Just, just saying that. Think about what you were doing at 20. This kid was winning like a rookie of the year in the National League. No, that's crazy. On November 16th, Imran Khan, the famous Imran Khan, we've talked about him before, made his first appearance for NSW Cricket. I don't really know what that acronym means. I thought at first it was North South Wales, but then I realized that made no sense. So I don't know what that means. Neil sucks Walter. What? Why don't you leave this to the professionals? I don't know who no either of those people are. <laughs> no the neon fighting. demon sucks no one. <laughs> In America. <laughs> one of Pakistan's most celebrated cricket players, Khan retired from cricket in 1992. In total, he made 3,807 runs and took 362 wickets in test cricket and is one of eight world cricketers to have achieved an all-rounders triple in test matches. I did not look up what that was. You were really close. What? New South Wales. Oh, New South Wales. That makes sense. Okay. He is in the ICC Cricket Hall of Fame, and at this moment, he is currently a revered politician in Pakistan. The famous Imran Khan. Nice. And the last sports note is on November 17th, the Islanders scored 20 assists against the Rangers. Which is pretty impressive. That was that's hockey, FYI. <laughs> Thank you. Hey man, I never know what the baseline is on some of these things with you guys. True that. Probably safe. Play us out, keyboard Joel. Nah, 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 nah. So, in our effort of making a low prep show for after the convention, <clears throat> we'll be totally honest on that. We are doing shoes because we've worn shoes then and we've worn shoes now. I mean, for some people, shoes are like a major part of their life. And I don't know if any of us fall into that category or ever have, but I guess that's what we're going to find out. Yeah. So first thing that came to mind was shoe shopping for school. Did you guys, was it one of those where you, you know, you came home one day and your mom was just like, here's the shoes for school. Or did you actually get out and get to make a choice? Oh, I got to go shopping. I had to go with, but didn't get to make any choices. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had to be there because they had to make sure that they fit. You make you do the, the press the toe down thing? Oh, yeah, I hated that shit. Yeah, press the toe. Did your heel slip? Walk, now walk down there and walk back. Now run. See, run. <laughs> now, now play hopscotch. No. We, But, I mean, I do that with my kids now, though. I mean, it's... You play hopscotch with your kids? Huh? No, I... I uh, now do bicycle kicks. Push down on the toe to see if their toe's at the end. It's like a learned behavior. It's like Pavlov's dog or something. <laughs> You put on new shoes, you got to press down on the top. Right. That's how you get them activated. <laughs> you hear, when you hear the little squishy sound, you know that they're good to go. <laughs> Push down until you hear the, hey, her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just put a link in the chat just for uh, that I was going to mention before we got started that uh, there's a documentary about um, shoe collectors called Sneakerheads that came out in 2015. Uh, just to kind of reiterate the point that there are some people that are fanatical about yeah, sneakers. A- there's a guy I know that plays poker here in town, and uh, he is a he has a, literally has an attic full of like thousand dollar shoes. 
collectibles, you know, like crazy. I mean, that he never wears, never anything. Just you know, every single time a new shoe comes out, he goes and buys it. That that I hate shoe shopping. <laughs> it, it, the whole concept is insane to me because, like, I, I don't even remember the first time I had a pair of Nikes. Like, we, we didn't have a whole lot of money growing up. And uh, I think the first name brand shoes I can remember buying were uh, kangaroos. Oh. <laughs> now, oh, kangaroos. To keep your secrets in. Yeah, I got the little pocket on the side. And I think they were baseball cleats, but I ended up wearing them to school anyway. Everybody can hear Josh coming. Crickety, 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 crickety. Well, no, they had like the big, like, uh, not the spikes, but the spikes with the spike part cut off. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I was wearing those as my daily shoes. I've never been cool. <laughs> we, I know we would go shoe shopping for the three of us, and it was always at, where'd we go? Remember going to, there was a Buster Brown we would go there, or we would go to Venture. Oh, Venture and Zares. Yeah. Oh my God, Zares. I haven't ever thought of Zares in forever. But there was a moment at uh, at Venture that if if it had happened now, my mom would have been DCFS'd for it. Because <laughs> my I remember my little brother, he was maybe like six years old, and she she put one shoe. And remember how they have that like they they had that zip strip between the shoes. Yes. Okay, so you got the zip strip between the shoes, and my puts it on my little brother's foot, and she's checking it out, and she wants him. She wants him to walk in him, but she doesn't want him to walk through the little hobble walk like he's in prison. So he's standing there, just standing like he is, trying on the shoe, doing the thumb thing, and my mom gets the idea that maybe if she pulls the zip strip hard enough with the other shoe, <laughs> that'll snap. Oh shit! Now everybody in the aisle just doesn't understand why suddenly this woman just. Face planted her son for no reason. <laughs> she just goes, Hoot! and the kid, my poor brother, he's just like slaps down on the ground. Of course, my sister and I are like, as it is, <laughs> so is it shall comedy. be. You know, it's just what was, like the other guy in the aisle is just kind of like, I got to get the hell out of this aisle right now. There's some child abuse shit going down. And my brother, he got up at first. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> just the assumption. So like he's bleeding, and he's like, "My fault. Yep. I'm sorry, my fault. Totally my fault. I should have weighed weighed more." <laughs> but yeah, oh, shoe dude. shopping was all right. I mean, it 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 was something new. You can sometimes get you know cool colors. And and don't forget that when you have a new pair of sneakers on, you run faster, jump higher, and everything gets to be like a world of difference. Okay. Huh. If I ever ran or jumped, that might be relevant to me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys have that feeling though when you were a kid and you put on a brand new pair of sneakers? Yeah, kinda. It was like you. It was always kind of cool to run in the new ones. You know. Really... I may have mentioned this. My coolest shoes were kangaroos, <laughs> and they had cleats on them. Oh, did you, did anybody have the velcros? Oh yeah, I had vel- velcros for a long time, like longer than is socially acceptable time. I don't. I think I had velcro like on a pair of high tops across the top, maybe. If I remember remembering correctly, like there was the ones that had the Velcro on the, the upper part, but not the lower part. I may have worn Velcro shoes until I replaced them with Chucks in high school. I had I had a pair of um, a lot a lot of the shoe shopping that that uh, we did for me back when I was younger was for athletic shoes. So I had a lot of um, especially you know, the, the Velcro was mainly on the football shoes, but hmm. I stopped playing football after my sophomore year when I, after I broke my leg. So. That only lasted two years, so those are the only Velcro shoes I had in high school. Well, I remember getting, I remember um, going shoe shopping with my mom, but I don't remember really ever having a choice other than just, you know, 
put these on and then, you know, doing the, the toe thing. But I hated shopping for like dress shoes. I, I liked sneaker shopping, but the dress shoes is where I got like, okay, this sucks. Cause they were never comfortable and they were never, you know, cool in any sort of way. They were just functional. Mine always hurt. Yes. Dress shoes. Yeah, always had to get some sort of pad on the heel because they would just cut the hell out of the back of my heels. Mm. Yeah, the cheaper the shoe, yeah, the more that digs right into your Achilles. Yeah. And they don't, like, bend or give or anything. They're always made out of, like, PVC piping or something. I mean, they're just <laughs> incredibly solid. Uh, yeah, they're very uncomfortable. Mine was made from the bones of a demon. What? <laughs> my, I always got the decision people wanted. Well, not even decision, but it was the penny loafers. Oh, I had the penny loafers with like the little two little tassels. Yeah, yeah, not so much the tassels. This one had a little slot, and then you had to take you fold it over and you put the penny inside type of thing. But that was that was a dress shoe of choice for my childhood. How about this? What was the most expensive shoes you had growing up? Mine was <laughs> uh, I had an original pair of Air Jordan twos. I think Josh is about to refer back to his. Uh, it might have been those ruse, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did we mention that we went shoe shopping at Zare? I don't, I don't think I ever had anything like uh, super. Ex- I mean, the most I ever have paid for shoes are maybe like forty-five to fifty bucks for you know a pair of Chucks or something like that. But yeah, I mean, every every year I had to, my the most expensive shoes I had were always my basketball shoes. And I'm sure I have paid a hundred bucks for like one good pair of shoes somewhere along. But I would say fifty dollars is likely to be like my lifetime high-end average. Really? Even now? Wow. <laughs> oh, we'll get into that in the now. Yeah. So uh, did you change the style that you wore to school between uh, as you grew up? I know, Josh, you mentioned that you went from Ruse to uh, Chucks. I went from Ruse to Velcros to Chucks and stuck on Chucks until I met you guys. Yeah. That, that is like the one thing I recall is Josh wears black Chucks. Chucks or uh, black combat boots. That was the other pair of shoes mm-hmm. I had. Oh, yeah, that's right. With the, <clears throat> uh, the trench coat, all black. Yep. Yep. I have a picture the Columbine of look before Columbine. Yeah, I was gonna say many years before Columbine. Well, that's how, that's how we know you're a hipster. Yeah. Like I was I was Columbine before it was cool. Yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> Columbine was '99. Don't forget, so it wasn't that far. I mean, at least when we met you. Yeah, but I, when you were just starting college, like six years is a big gap. Like now, as adults, six years is like I blink and six years are gone. I'm 50 pounds fatter. um yeah i mean when i was a kid um i I, for some reason like just prior to like high school like junior high through high school i was all about for some reason um high tops like i wore black and white or white and some other color high tops um and then when i hit college slowly over the course of college they switched to um soccer shoes and then like vans and then the rest is in the now, but oh, did anybody have like the old school uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High vans, the black and white checkers? No, I can just remember like lusting after vans and Nikes and British Knights. Those were British shoes, right? Knights. Holy BK. crap! Yeah. BKs and the uh, the shoes that lit up and the shoes that you could pump. The Reebok pump. Yeah, ah, Reebok pumps. Yes. <laughs> And then the bladder breaks, and every time you walk, it goes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My bladder broke earlier. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I never did slip-ons. I don't I don't think even for dress shoes I ever wore slip-on shoes. I mean, I could see you doing it like wearing the the like the ones from Fast Time cuz I think you had some, didn't you? Well, when you guys met me in college at that point, I was wearing uh slip-ons, but they weren't meant to be slip-ons. I just had my high tops uh like set to where the laces were all wide open and tied off at the end so they wouldn't come out. And so I just slipped those on and off all the time. I wore those casually. Casually. And just in case a, a basketball game broke out, I was wearing high tops. <laughs> That's because that happened. Well, back then I used to play a lot of basketball. Not so much anymore. I was going to say something like, it looks like you ate a basketball, but. Oh. Ooh. I owned oh. a pair of tap shoes and wore those just in case a dance battle broke out. <laughs> <laughs> Had a little yeah. bit of sand in my pocket. Ah, pocket sand. Cha-cha. Challenge. See, it's, it's two, got two, service, two, two purposes, self-defense or a random dance break off. Break out, break off, out, break out, off. Please stop. I'm a stroke. Yes, please, <laughs> please stop. But Mike, what about you? Did you have those? Because I swear you had like a pair of the slip-ons. Yeah, for some reason in my head, I just it seems like a Mike thing. Uh, no, I had a pair of um, like slippers. Two, yeah, I had, yeah, I had the slippers that look like big. Uh, they look like giant chucks. They're like felt. They look like you- chucks. Can you believe I still, to this day, have those lion slippers that I had in college? Oh, my God. Those things must smell so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear them that often. So. Yeah, well, probably not, because they probably will eat your feet now. <laughs> <clears throat> but I still own them. Yeah, no, what did I What did I have? I had, uh, like, two-tone, um, two-tone wingtips that I wore. They were, like, black and white, you know, black on the sides and white on the top that I had. Uh, just for every day, I would normally wear like a pair of dock shoes or something. So that was a thing. But I mean, I never really, I, I never really started thinking about shoes until I was working somewhere where I was on my feet all day. Oh yeah. Yeah. That'll change your perspective. Yeah. It really did. I mean, stuff that I, I wore really didn't bother me too much. I mean, I would wear, I would wear black shoes to work or gym shoes or track shoes or whatever shoes running around campus or something, but I never really, you know, thought about what I was wearing until I would come home after a 10 hour day and want to cut my legs off. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I, uh, when I started, uh, bartending and working in all the restaurants and everything, I pretty much went to almost o- always wearing a doc Martin style <clears throat> utility boot. type boot. Yeah. Yeah. Not something non-slip. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I worked retail for 15 years in Chuck's. Ooh. Oof. Yikes. Yeah, that's got to be a little hard on things. Explains yeah, why you walk like you a cowboy. I did. Um, Walks like a cowboy? What? That's what Mike said. Yeah, because you get the arches all jacked up and you like walk like... No. Never mind. Keep moving. <laughs> there Sorry is for definitely, bringing attention to it, Mike. <laughs> there is definitely a difference, though. For those of you who have never worn chucks, they don't have any like arch support or things like that. They're just the next thing to like wearing being barefoot almost yeah you know, and, right. and i have high arches so i i am not a clever man mm. <laughs> i i think for me for well that's the now but yeah i i i never really thought about it until yeah until you get older and you're in the workforce how much a difference a pair of shoes can make i mean when i uh well that's the now too damn it Stop. i think joel's trying to say we should go on break no we didn't get through all the questions but oh everything i keep thinking of keeps Taking us past 2000. All right. Well, Watch, we'll hit 2000. So, like, okay, just wearing something different during the seasons, I just have to say moon boots. Oh, moon boots. Even I had moon boots. Moon boots were the shit. There. Wait, what? what are you, moon boots? Why you, am I blanking on that? Moon boots? Yeah. 
They, he lived they in Texas. Like, oh, that's right. You didn't have. Yeah. You didn't need them. I, I mean, had moon boots, but not moon boots. Moon boots. Oh, man. And cowboy boots. You were missing out. I mean, I think I know what it is. What is it? Refresh my memory. I just you've seen Napoleon Dynamite. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I, I kind of thought that. Yeah, I, I had some of those. Why? You were in Texas. Because they were cool, and I was cool back then. Wearing boots in Texas? Well, <laughs> moon, yeah. moon boots in Texas? Anything, any kind of boot. They didn't care. You could be walking around in like a, you know, a, a broken leg boot. Never mind, the joke is gone. Just like a leash you're not in kangaroos with cleats. <laughs> boots. I don't know what it was about moon boots, though, but, I mean, there, there's ones, I think they had some with Velcro, and then some, most of them were just, you slip them on. But whenever you put on moon boots, it was just like, I think it just because of the name. Oh, you know what? I just remembered I have in my crappy little high school portfolio um, folder a drawing that I made of one of my moon boots. Are you serious? I, you I'm drew your serious. shoes. Well, it was one of the, you know, we, we had to just pick something in the room to do a still life drawing of. And I just put, took one of my shoes off. Boots aren't it. alive. I uh-huh. said still, uh, still life. Yeah, I stand by my statement. Well, like fruit isn't alive either, but I mean, it's the, it used to be. It used to be. Yeah. Oh my Jesus. It used to be. In one year, I will stab both of you. <laughs> oh, well, at I, least I, we can plan for it. <laughs> am I marking my words on mark, this? One? I was just damn it! I was just going to say, mark my words. Damn it. Um. Well, one of the things that that uh, I, I would start wearing, you know, like during the winter, um, once you grow out of the moon boot phase, you have your regular boots, and I'd wear like um. Uh, what to call them not exactly like winter boots per se but they would keep the snow out of my socks because you know any other kind of shoe that's a low top or even a high top is going to get soaked if you're out in the snow that was the one good thing about my other non chuck taylor shoes being the uh army surplus comp like steel-toed combat boots Mm. is like nothing got into them not even your feet (laughs) because he bought gloves and (laughs) thought they were boots yeah, look at these pictures you posted. I did have moon boots, but they were just a, a really cheap version. Yeah. Well, they I mean, like, they, not they needed. They, were, to they be weren't like, made for like ultra rain snow. The, the ones that I had, they were just like a cheap version. Yeah, I could see so that from like, Texas. You wouldn't need that that bad. Yeah, exactly. They didn't need to be waterproof or no shit like that. You know. Yeah. Out here, little different. Were, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> they had no insulation. They were basically just like pull up moccasins. <laughs> High top moccasins. That's really all. <laughs> That's, that's the next big fashion trend. <laughs> I'm telling you. You it's laugh. Like, my they're like Uggs Light. Ooh, what? I said they're like, like Uggs Light, you know, like instead of being yeah. big old fluffy shoes, they're just tiny little. Never mind. Ew. I agree with Mike. Definitely you. Now, what about uh, when you were a kid? Did you ever wear sandals or flip flops? Oh, I wore the hell out of some cheap flip flops as a child. Oh. Like wow. the ones you get at like. Uh, TGNY or Venture, wherever. The ones that go through your, has a little thing between your toes? Yes. Oh, yeah. I cannot wear those. To this day, I cannot wear those. Just having that thing between my toes drives me up the wall. As an adult, I I had a harder time with it than when I was a kid. If it's cloth, it's not as bad. But, like, the ones you had when you were a kid where it was just this plastic thing right in between the big toe and the second toe, yeah, Mm. I, I could have them as a kid, not as an adult. I know other people that have that same issue, and I, I have one pair of, uh, of those, and I don't, I don't know if I ever wore them as a kid though. I've, I'm pretty sure I did to like the pool or whatever, 
Well, yeah, you ever you got those if you went to the pool because you didn't want to get the aforementioned hookworm. <laughs> well, that, a lot of times the, the cement, if it was hot out, would get pretty toasty. Okay, so um, here is deep, dark, secret confession time. Ooh, hold on, let me get some popcorn. <laughs> I, for some reason, have never developed the ability, the basic life ability of being able to wear any kind of flip-flop sandals or what, unless they have, like a strap for the heel. If there's no strap for the heel, I end up like kicking them off my foot at some point. <laughs> like in top secret. Yes. Right. It's very much a weird thing. I cannot wear flip flops. They, they just, I, I, I don't know what it is. I'll, I'll, I'll try to like squeeze my toes around to hold them in place and they still come off. I'll try to wear them normally and they end up flying in front of me. Maybe you do Anderson run in heels and you can't wear a pair of flip-flops yeah i don't know how to wear them they don't i can't keep them on my feet maybe you just have like really oily heels i have very flat feet i don't know if that's part of the problem sure blame your feet i, I mean, don't know. maybe i've got the aforementioned high arches and I, i've worn sandals and or flip-flops my whole life never had that issue yeah i don't know i mean i like wearing sandals but they have to have like a back heel strap and then they stop being sandals yep I can't. I, and next thing you know, I, bam! High top moccasins. <laughs> Pat's wearing the uh, the mom ensemble. Is actually wearing a pair of pumps. <laughs> Can you walk in heels, Pat? That's a good question. Uh, yeah. That's all I we found, need to know about that. <laughs> I found that out one Halloween night when I dressed when I when I cross dressed. I can definitely wear heels. Well, and uh, you guys know I was in a drag show for months, so I can obviously. I, don't <laughs> I was I was hoping you were going to end that sentence, so I could obviously suck dick. <laughs> no, I was the, I was the token straight guy in a uh, long form drag musical uh, like cabaret show. On the uh, it was all improvised. All songs were improvised. All the characters were improvised. All the scenes were improvised. But all the blowjobs were scripted. <laughs> well, you have to script those, dude. You don't want to come in the eye. I. I'm thinking about thinking about it. I think that uh, myself and Bill Sullivan were the only two in that production that were uh, completely straight. You are a very straight man. Well, and that was uh, when I was offered the part. It was kind of like a, uh, I'm offering it to you because I, I think you could do it and it would be funny, but I don't think you're going to. And I was like, I will absolutely do that. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out to be a real good time. Yeah, I was doing that when uh, Sarah and I started dating. That explains a lot. Yeah, that really does. It actually brings up more questions than it answers <laughs> for me, but hey. It settles some things and opens other doors. I was actually in a bar in Andersonville uh, a couple months after the show. My gro- goatee had grown back, and I'm in like a baseball cap and a leather jacket. And the subject of the show, which had been just a few months before and just a few blocks away, came up. And I was like, yeah, that was a great show. I was Lady J. And like three people were like, "There's no fucking way you were Lady J." It's like, "No, no, look, ask people." <laughs> That's fantastic. I don't think I've ever worn heels, Mike. Me? Yeah. Have you? Uh, no. Yeah, not heels by themselves. <laughs> yeah, not just heels. God. Whatever. Suzanne's out of town. Oh, forget it. He just. He, 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 that's why they have a full-length mirror in their bedroom. It's not for Susie. Goodbye, horses. <laughs> Jesus. All right, I'm calling break. Oh, God. All right, so when we get back, we're going to talk about Shoes, shoes. Now. 
do they mean more to us? Do they mean less to us? I'm on the bus. I missed the bus. So. <laughs> I'd fuck me. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll be back in a little bit. All right. We're back talking about shoes now. Shoes, shoes, shoes. I'm not wearing any shoes right now. Neither am I. I'm wearing slippers. I got slippers. I love my slippers. Did you guys wear slippers as a kid, or is that an adult thing? Definitely an adult thing. Yeah, that was totally. One of the first thing, that was one of the things I did like, you know, in my late 30s, was buy slippers that made me feel like, hey, I'm an adult. I'm wearing a <laughs> Get myself slippers and a smoking jacket. I'm trying to think. I think I might have been the opposite. I might have had slippers, but only like fuzzy slippers as a kid, and I've never had them as an adult. I have sandals. Which I use like slippers. Pat tried to use sandals, but he kept flipping them across the room. If they have a heel strap, fine. <laughs> That's deep, dark secret. It is embarrassing. My buddy Chris, when I went to Aruba with him, and his his mother was there. She lived in Aruba at the time. And um, they were making fun of the fact that I couldn't wear flip-flops because they bought me a pair of flip-flops and they discovered my dark secret. And then the next time she came to America to visit, she brought me a pair of flip-flops with training wheels sewn onto them. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. Awesome. Yep. I'm learning so much tonight, it makes me happy. <laughs> you know, I never I never um, wore slippers as an adult. I have a pair of TARDIS ones that I got as a gift one Christmas from my boss. I've never worn them. And I think I had some maybe as a kid. Um, but uh, I don't know. For some reason, it just totally... The, the whole concept kind of fails me because I, I like being barefoot and I like having, you know, just my sock feet on, but slippers always seem kind of redundant. I get home, a- walk in the door, bam, slippers. See, it's interesting you talk about walking around in just your socks because in a house with dogs, that seems dangerous. I'm not just talking about like the rare, rare, if they're well-trained bathroom accents on the floor. Dogs knock shit over. So glass. I've seen your dog, so. Yeah, I constantly knocks shit over in this house. Constantly. Yeah, not glass. I'm talking like water. Yeah. Like there's nothing worse than walking through a puddle with socks on. Yes. Hmm. That is true. No, I I get home. I first thing I want to do is take off those shoes because I work in an office, and apparently the law is you must wear uncomfortable shoes if you work in an office. And you have to dress very uncomfortably if you want to work during the day. Yes. So I have to wear uncomfortable shoes. And Work at night. That's where the that's where the comfort clothes are. Oh, but then you're working at night. Yeah. Then you turn into me. That's not good. Ooh. That's not good for anyone. Jesus. I'm pretty sure if you wear uncomfortable shoes doing what I do, you probably end up injured. I work in an office, but I don't. I can wear whatever I want, but not. What kind me. of shoes do you wear at work, Josh? We'll get to that because <laughs> All right. I, I wear the most what popular shoes, shoes on the planet. You wear what? Crocs. The most popular shoes on the planet. Oh. Well, since since we're going there. Yeah, let's go there. Yeah, I got. I have shifted. My last five pairs of shoes have been uh, the Nike Air Monarchs, also known as the Dad Jordans. They are Nike's most popular shoe. They're like forty-five dollars, and they are the most comfortable shoes they make. And uh, they're the most popular shoe because they're so comfortable, they're so cheap, and they're almost entirely worn by middle-aged white men. I have values to wear those kind of shoes, too. <laughs> well, 
I'm just saying, I looked him up and I, I didn't realize it, but I think that's the kind of shoe wore too. Now I know why. I do yeah, not have a pair of shoes like that. And I'm a middle-aged uh, white really guy. You really should. I didn't realize they were so popular until I happened to Google uh, my uh, the shoes I was wearing. And like uh, sneakerheads were wearing them ironically about two years ago. Ooh, that's bad. But they're well, comfortable. At least he didn't say. That's good. He didn't say crap. <laughs> but they're made with MSG. That's, no, bad. that's bad. That's bad. But they come with free Frogurt. Oh, that's good. The Frogurt is also cursed. <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> We're going to do this whole thing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But he didn't say Crocs, though, so we're still okay. Ugh. Cro- Crocs are an abomination. You say that, Pat, do but... You wear Crocs? I have never worn Crocs in my life. Why? Or jelly shoes. I have never worn, never worn jelly shoes, and I've never worn Crocs, but I do know that in the uh, restaurants that we have in our hotels, they that there are non-slip Crocs with a little strap on the heel for you, Pat, that it apparently <laughs> are the Essential. best thing to wear. Yeah. Huh. So, and I've heard people that have worked that like kitchen shoes, the Crocs, Crocs are it because you can get them with the non-slip grip on them and uh, they're super comfortable if you're on your feet all day. It's kind of like those ugly nurse's shoes that they have. Not like the <laughs> ones like Josh talked about like the monarch air monarchs but like the ones that are slip-ons that look like they're like clogs those are horrifically ugly as well but crocs now they've i can't even fathom the idea of wearing anything with open access to your toes in a kitchen yeah it seems like you're playing with fire well the the ones that they have for the kitchen don't have the holes in the top they're they're still like made of soft rubbery thing right yeah yeah it's a soft rubber but it doesn't melt i mean it doesn't I think well, passing it does if you pour frying oil on it. Well, a lot of things melt if you pour frying oil on them. <laughs> Got a steel toe boot. Josh will melt. I doubt that. We should test it. Uh, but, don't melt me. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's also thinking if you drop like a kitchen knife or something. True, but I mean, did you yeah, did you wear steel toes when you were in the kitchen, Pat? Did I what? Did you wear steel toes when you were in the kitchen? Yeah, because you know if you drop anything, you want your yeah. Okay. I definitely wore steel toe boots in the kitchen. All right. I saw a guy drop a, uh, yeah, he, he, I saw I saw a guy drop a, uh, what, what do you call those? Um, Jars. Shut up. Uh, Cans. Bottle. Bottle? The, um, the, the, the giant, the giant right. thing, uh, meat slicer. Jesus, I couldn't, why couldn't I think of that? That doesn't look like a can. <laughs> well, he dropped a meat slicer on his foot and, and broke a bunch of his toes. I was like, okay, well, I don't want that to ever happen. To like just the machine? Yeah. Ugh. But steel-toed boots are not comfortable. Well, no. I mean, the ones that are made like for for restaurant workers are. I mean, there's you, there's a specific line of shoes that are made specifically for restaurant workers that are actually huh. pretty nice, but you got to pay like four hundred dollars for. It. Fuck that. Well, that's the oh. thing with shoes is you pay four hundred dollars for a pair of shoes, you're never buying another pair of shoes again. Exactly, and the, and the pair that I had lasted me like eighteen years. Yeah. Every pretty much every job I had, I wore them. Well, going back to Crocs for a second. Well, you guys saw me in those shoes all the time. Um, everybody thinks of the ugly ones with the holes in the middle that look like a hockey mask that's been strapped to your feet. But um, a friend of mine, I realized he he was he's big into wingtips, like that's all he wears wingtips. And he's a teacher, and I saw him at one of um, the uh, band performances last year, and I noticed that his shoe said Croc on it. And I was like, Jesus, you 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 went to the other side. And apparently, Crocs makes. I mean, I knew they made like sandals and stuff, but they make actual like shoe type shoes. Um, 
And he had like a pair of wingtip Crocs, which seems like the most blasphemous thing I've ever heard of in my life. But he said they're hella comfortable. So still not wearing them, but yeah. Huh. Yeah. No. Is this that, is this friend you? No, no. Was I like wingtip. Was that boy you, Joel? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't. I, I. That's one thing I would not do. I like wingtips. My, my favorite pair of dress shoes are wingtips, but I'm not going to the dark. Do you remember those goofball shoes that had like the rocking sole that were supposed to make you s- stronger? Uh, shape ups. Yeah, that was pretty much like a gym in a shoe. Supposedly. (laughs) I'm actually working out right now. (laughs) Well, it's kind of like Heelys, you know. It's another kind of fatty type shoe that I fucking hate Heelys. As somebody who worked in a grocery store, I despise Heelys. Are those the ones that have the wheels in them? Yes. Oh yeah, those are awful. Wait, they were completely almost exclusively bought by parents that did not know how to teach their kids that there are inappropriate places to fucking roller skate. Yeah. So what, what is it about a grocery store, Mike? That because so... when you, when you got a jackass kid that's healing across the front <laughs> of the store, not paying attention to where the hell he's going. Cause uh, along with the $80 Heelys, he's got a $300 iPhone that he's looking at and you got to grab his ass before he plows right into a wine display and then everyone's pissed at you because you grabbed the kid. Jesus. Okay, I'm done. So no. you got to learn how to grab kids on the sly. That's something I never taught you right. I don't Wait, recall no, ever asking wrong. you to teach me anything, <laughs> Patrick. very wrong when they say have, it out loud. Have a seat over here, please. <laughs> Do you like Stop. lemonade? What, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> I don't know. I see a kid like that barreling towards a bunch of glass. I'm just going to let that shit play out. See, if here's the thing. I would have let that shit play out, but I was going to be the one that had to clean it up. Exactly. That's fair. So here, See, you've got uh, wine coolers there. <laughs> <laughs> so nowadays, okay. Um, so from Vans, which was my shoe of choice for a while, between those and uh, soccer shoes, then I slowly switched to Chucks, which I'd never worn prior to that. And now... Chucks are pretty much exclusively what I wear, except when I'm mowing the lawn, or um, I do always have a second pair of shoes that are some other, like Adidas or something like that, that are a bit more art One support. Adidas. Dude, I like I like Midas. They're comfortable. I've never worn a pair of Adidas. I don't. I've never. No. Nope. I I have. I was to a say... Jordan fanatic, you know, when I when I was active, when I was an athlete. So I never never tried anything else. I've had uh, tried Reeboks. Those are nice. Reeboks are, uh, I, I had, was for a long time with Reeboks on like sort of ac- active shoes, but then I went to um, New Balance. Never tried them either. No. It's for, for dress shoes and like shoes that are everyday type stuff, but not um, full on dress shoes. I go to the poorly named Nunbush. <laughs> oh, I think my dress shoes are Nunbush. Mine are. <laughs> They're super comfortable. They are. Yep. They, for me, it's all about comfort. Uh, yeah. I don't care what the hell they look like. as, And this is from something else I learned when working at the grocery store. Being on your feet for 10 hours a day on cement, you got to have a good pair of shoes. I went through tons of shoes and it was in the years I was there. And it was a, a trade-off on not super expensive $400 boots, but middle-of-the-road boots and then really nice insoles. And that was my, my swap-off. But it's... You know, that's the thing is like, I don't care what they look like. If I'm comfortable in them, I am totally fine. Which See, is why I care a little bit what they look like, which is actually how I ended up in one of the world's most comfortable shoes. Because 
my Nikes are black on black, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of sneakers that aren't sold in black. They all look like they're made for alien hip-hop stars. Yeah. They're like only available in white with neon green and an orange checker mark. And Show us what you've got. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't want any shoes that I, I would feel clownish in. And I was like, oh, these are black on black. And I put them on, and the, the, those were my first non-Chucks pair of shoes. Since I started wearing Chucks, and I have not changed since. Hey, Pat, Nun Bush yeah. sells sandals with a strap on the back. <laughs> Those are the best kinds of sandals. <laughs> and if you're a dad. They're made in Milwaukee. Then, yeah. Um, my, yeah, my favorite pair of brown wingtips are Nun Bush. I didn't realize that was a popular brand, but. Hey, yeah, if it's comfortable. I'm, I'm guessing it's a budget, comfortable shoe, just knowing the three of us. Yes, mm-hmm. that's well, a fair estimation. It's it's a it's a well made budget comfortable shoe. The the pairs that I have had have lasted a long time, and then have graduated mm-hmm. from casual walking around shoe to mowing the lawn shoes. Oh, and I for sure have bought the pair of dress shoes that lasts a year. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my Nunbush are showing their wear, but I've had them for probably fifteen years at least. Yeah. Uh, now. Pat, what do you wear these days, then? I think we've all kind of talked about some of our current attire. Uh, currently, immediately right now, what I wear almost every day are my slippers, just because, fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I wear them going to the store. I wear them I wear them unloading the truck. I don't. I just don't care anymore. But um, what I normally wear, I just, I've really gotten into just a simple pair of brown slip-on loafers. That's it. That's the, my main thing that I wear every day. Um, if I'm not wearing that, I'm wearing either a pair of black, uh, like mid-style, casual, in-between casual and dress shoes, or or a pair of sneakers, mm. Nikes. So that kind of brings us to that next bullet point there. But as an adult now that we have our own jobs and things, how many pairs of shoes would you say you have? Oh, I counted, I, I counted mine before the show. Oh. I have 33 pairs of shoes. Jesus fucking H motherfucking what? Yeah. Holy That's a lot of shoes. Yeah, I have a ton of shoes. You're a whore. I inherited a bunch of them, but still a lot of them. I mean, probably half of them are mine and half of them I got from my dad. Wow. So you got uh, some strong feelings on people that own a lot of shoes there, Joel. <laughs> well, I just, I've never owned that many pairs of shoes. I got a bunch of pairs I don't even wear. They just sit on my little shoe tree thing. <laughs> shoe tree. I just like See, that one. I think I'm the exact opposite. I believe, including sandals and winter boots, I own four pair of shoes. With boots, I'm probably at about between 15 and 20 pair of shoes. <clears throat> Let's see. I have <laughs> two. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I've got two pairs of shoes that I wear for everyday use. I've got my Adidas and I've got my Chucks. I've got two pair of boots, one for one like winter boots for like shoveling. One for like wearing to work. Um, I've got a pair of shoes that I, when I mow the lawn, <clears throat> and then I've got two pairs of dress shoes, one black and one brown. And then I've got my old MA shoes that are, you know, white sneakers that I don't wear anymore, <clears throat> but I still have them. They're on the shelf, I guess, if I ever want to use them for mowing or something, but they're comfortable as shit. Oh, yeah. I, I do own five pair of shoes. I forgot about my uh, Feiyu. They're uh, martial arts shoes, but I use them for weightlifting. Isn't that a character in Street Fighter? 
<laughs> I, I had to order those online because you can't find them in the States on store shelves, but uh, they're a lot like Chuck's. Uh, in some ways, they're even flatter and have better grip. Mm. But yeah, they're like competition Kung Fu shoes, and they were good for weightlifting. They're in a bag somewhere. <laughs> so I guess I've got 10 pairs, roughly, all together, but I only wear really one on a regular basis and rotate out a second one. But I need to get new ones because they stink in passive. Yeah, and the way <laughs> of like workout shoes and that sort of thing, I've got my, you know, exercise shoes, for lack of a better term, you know, a pair of Nikes. Uh, I've got a pair of cycling shoes with the clips on the bottom and the super rigid uh, sole and some hiking boots, you know, winter boots, that sort of thing. And it's not even a much that, not even a thing that I like am a, you know, like a shoe whore. I just somehow at one point or another was like, oh, I need a pair of these, get them, you know, and then next thing you know, like, oh, God damn, look at all these shoes. <laughs> but I have, you know, for, for work, I've got a pair of brown pair, a brown pair of shoes, got a black pair of shoes, depending on what I'm wearing, because you got to match, you know, but then... We're know, not Neanderthals here. I know, seriously. <laughs> and I'm fully aware five pairs of shoes virtually makes me an ascetic by American standards. But considering my work shoes are my everyday sneakers, I get away with one less pair. Yeah, that right. makes sense. Well, it's kind of like my my everyday shoes are my work shoes because they don't really care what you've got on for the most part, as long as you don't have the slappy flip-flops that are a quarter at Target or whatever. I had a pair of flip-flops that I loved. I actually wore them until they fucking blew out completely on me. There were a pair of flip-flops that had, like, the nylon, uh, like, the soft cloth, but they were uh, branded Guinness flip-flops. And, mm. yeah, I, I wore them just all the way down until the bottoms came off and the tops blew out. <laughs> now, do you guys reach a point where you'd use that shoe goo and try and fix your shoes? I should. I don't. Do you know about I shoe just goo? Use like, uh, no, I just use uh, super glue. For my chucks, and I'll kind of piece them back together, and I'll use a magic eraser to clean them. And uh, I can keep a pair of chucks looking nice, even when they're falling apart. Yeah, this stuff you'll work; it'll do even better. Because I've I've had shoes where the heel has like chunked off, and I put shoe goo down, and then cut it down to match up the rest of the heel, and it works just fine. Hmm. Yeah, never heard of this. Never heard of shoe goo? Uh-uh. Me either. I always take my shoes to a cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. I guess <laughs> you're messing around. I have some very expensive shoes. I'm not kidding. Like, like some of the shoes I inherited from my father are like $500 Italian leather shit. You know, what I mean, I take these shoes in for you know for good treatment. No, I, got a nice, I get a nice collection of shoes. As as so you should, but I mean at the same time, yeah, you know. It's, I mean, I don't I don't have a car, but <laughs> <laughs> I got these nice shoes. On that note, does anybody want nice shoes? Call Pat. <laughs> You know, I've never to to kind of riff off that. I've never had the desire to buy like the super expensive fashion shoes ever. Never been a thing. Like, I'm with you, Joel. Those people that spend hundreds of dollars on a pair of sneakers just I don't get it. I don't. I I once dated a, a wealthy woman and she had um several and I mean several pairs of shoes that were twelve hundred to fifteen hundred dollars each. What? Yeah. Are they made out of cars? They're like real Louis Vuitton, red soled, you know, like like badass, you know. The, these shoes, these are the type of shoes you wear just to show off that you can buy them, kind of thing. Hmm. 
See, that's crazy to me. I didn't even own winter boots until Sarah bought them for me. <laughs> and, like made me wear them. It's like this is stupid. You're going out to shovel in your Nikes. These are winter boots. Wear them. This is what people wear. <laughs> this is how you people. I was the same way, Josh. And then I, at some point, got convinced that I needed to get a pair of, of snow boots. So I went to Walmart and found one on clearance for like twenty bucks or something. Yeah, but, did, but did you guys know that you can use socks as mittens? Well, well, technically, no, you can't because then you get hypothermia, Pat. But you can use them <laughs> is the point. Yes. You can use lots of things for things they're not meant to be. Like, you can use pudding. Pudding is as a, a, hey, a... Yeah. Geez. Oh, my God. No. Were you going to say as a bulletproof vest? No, I was going to say as a lubricant. Pat's makes a little more sense. But I'm interested in where Mike's going. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to hear more? Go on, please. <laughs> please subscribe me to your newsletter. Yeah, choose your own adventure, Josh. Which one do you want to hear about? You've been subscribed to Pudding Facts. <laughs> uh, uh, so now here's something I did once, <clears throat> and I will not do again. Do you guys ever or have you ever? Bought, oh Jesus! Really? Have you ever bought shoes online? No. Uh, I bought shoes online like yesterday, <laughs> but yeah, I. Yeah, I buy almost everything that I don't like really need right now on Amazon. So I got a fresh pair of Air Monarchs arriving tomorrow. Now, see, if it's something like if it was a pair of Chucks, which I know what size I wear and I and I know what they're going to fit like. But it, I I bought a pair of shoes because I was looking for something that was, you know, I had a picture in my mind of what I wanted and I couldn't find them in any of the stores. So I found a pair online and I bought them. And sizing shoes when you've not tried them on, if it's a different brand than what you normally wear is a is a game of russian roulette because different brands fit differently and i wear like a size mm -hmm. 11 or a size 10 depending on the type of shoe it is like what brand yeah nike's right. right what <laughs> well no he's true playing russian roulette right well like it, if all that's happening is he ends up in bad shoes <laughs> the right kind of russian roulette well it's hey, little ow. little r russian roulette Wow, wow. Well, you see if you fix that problem by only having worn two types of shoes for 20 years <laughs> See, that's what I did. So I have Amazon Prime. If my shoes aren't going to die within 24 hours, I can get them on Amazon. <laughs> and the, the pair of work boots that I had, you know, the steel toe ones I was telling you about, I bought them on eBay in like 1997 or something. Hmm. You know, I used to work in children's shoes. How did you get them to fit? Well, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was counting on you. <laughs> no, really, children's shoes at Nordstrom's. Oof. Yeah. I don't know what hell is like, but I have a good idea. And I I was one of the few jobs I got fired from. Hell is other people. Yes. Yeah, I got fired from selling shoes at Nordstrom for You couldn't even do what Al Bundy does. Dude. This I I <coughs> I mouthed off a little too much to customers. Like, no. Yeah, go figure. Stop it. Like woman in the big fur coat coming in. She wants to return these shoes because they don't fit her kid anymore. And I put she puts them up on the the counter. I'm like, eh, it's an old box. Yeah, that's because you bought them for him two years ago. Yeah, it's still cool. had the receipt taped to the top of the box and nastiest shoes you've ever seen, all torn up, muddy, and shit on them <laughs> and that sort of thing. And I'm just like, now you He's know. Worn these for two years every day and they fell apart. I want my money back. Yeah. <laughs> now I know how you can afford that coat. You're I'll right. go get my manager. Remember the time at? Oh, that's a totally different story. Never mind. <laughs> Talking about the, the mother, two mothers at Garfield's that I kicked out and made them go to McDonald's. No, never mind. We'll talk. You we'll talk them? later. Hmm? You forced them? 
Oh, we'll talk later. We'll talk off air. It has nothing to do with shoes. Okay. We're okay. Going back to the shoe thing. Where do you buy shoes now? We know Josh goes online. I inherit them from my dead father. <laughs> oh, but you only do that once. Yeah, that's true. It's a one-time only sale. <laughs> but look at all the shoes he's got. <laughs> <laughs> he is the shoe whore of the bunch. Yep. Well, my father was very much a clothes horse, so I inherited a lot of wardrobe. I went from two suits to over twenty. Woof. Yeah. And, and tracksuits. Yeah, I have a tracksuit now. Yeah. And mirrors. And and little tiny yeah, little tiny mirrors and little razors in little kits. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> no, that's a joke, obviously. In case my mother ever listens to this podcast. My father was not a coquette. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying something that wasn't even in my brain. Oh, that's what I was insinuating with the mirrors and the kit. And ah, gotcha. Joel? Because of the tracksuit, I was just Try, making up. Trying to divert man. off this. Joel, where do you go? Um, uh, yeah, take it, from, take, take it from that, Joel. Follow that. Um, around here, usually I'll go to Kohl's um, to get shoes, although I've bought them at DSW before. And there was a brief period where I was buying my chucks at Target, but Something about those one star just they're not they're not the same as regular checks. So I quit doing that after a pair or two. I don't remember how many I went through. Um Kohl's typically is probably my primary source of shoes. Yeah, you you've mentioned my one place there. My shoes all come from the clearance rack over at DSW shoes. Yeah, that's where I buy my shoes now too. Cause you can find and and I'm I'm down there looking for I I forget what the two the yellow and the purple stickers or whatever the heck it is. Uh, you, I found a pair of Italian, Italian, uh, penny loafers, not penny loafers. Uh, what, what's them with the holes? Um, we just were talking about them. Wingtips. No, wingtips <laughs> with, you know, Italian wingtips and originally like 150 bucks, but apparently they somebody bought them online, returned them and they got the yellow sticker on them. So I got them for like 70% off. They fit. Oh, what? shoe carnival. That's another place I go to. Yeah, all the shoe carnivals closed down around here. I used to like that cause the kids could be over, uh, uh, trying on shoes and I can be playing with the big wheel thing or the basketball thing or something like that and occupy myself. Now I have to actually help them choose shoes. It's like buy one, get one half off too, which is nice when you have kids. Then you have three shoes. <laughs> Why can I have three shoes and no money? Because you get two pairs of shoes. That's where I bought their last pair of shoes for earlier in the year. Yeah. My, my younger one, Sophie, she's, uh, she likes her shoes. So she's kind of like Pat, and the, not like in the, well, except she didn't get her shoes from her dead father. <laughs> I hope. Well, uh, it was only half of them. I still yet. have them on my own. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> the big secret: I was dead all along. Here's my shoes. <laughs> it was all about the shoes all along. Is that what happens? I die, and then suddenly people get shoes. Not, <laughs> not sure. I'm down with that. Yeah, I don't want you dead. That's the notification to... we wake up and there's shoes on our nightstand. No! <laughs> no! Damn it, now I have six pairs. <laughs> what am I going to do with these? I only have two what, feet. What, what is that? It's a Sicilian message. I mean, Mike walks, walks with the zombies now. <laughs> but he's got comfortable shoes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think we might have derailed. Yeah, I think we have yeah. also. I think we've walked this as far as it's going to Ooh, nice. I like that. That was good. That was good. So, uh, oh, was that a shoe joke? That was. To call get it. all of his soul, <laughs> and he finally made one. Uh, a bunch of heels. Mm. Let's lace up this show. Joel, what are we doing next week? We are going to get some sugar, baby. We're going to talk about 
Evil Dead 2 Dead by Dawn versus Ash versus Evil Dead. That should be interesting, because I don't think Pat has seen Ash versus Evil Dead yet. Nope. I watched uh, the first two episodes so far. Oh, yep. Ooh. I will not divulge anything yet. Yeah, well, we didn't ask, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, fuck you too then. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so Ash versus the Evil Dead. Um, if you're looking for our older stuff, iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, TalkShoe, PodverseFM, NoonFM.com. And uh, also, if you want to find out what happened to episode 250, go to uh, Twitch and search out Doc Stout. I will, uh, you can go on our Facebook page and it's listed there. You'll be able to click in there from that point too. So, but uh, if you are on Twitch, search for Doc Stout and it will be there. Yeah, and if you want to give us your comments uh, about episode 250 or any other show, you can always give us a call at 708 now wrap. That's 708-669-9727. Yeah. Do you ever want to know what uh, Joel and I look like wearing Rick and Morty masks and why that's creepy apparently? You can go watch that. It'll answer a lot of questions and raise even more. Yeah, apparently David Schollenberger is going to make us out of balloons. And I'm holding you to that. I want to see that. I mean, I'll just be easy. I'll just be easy. It'll just be a balloon with glasses on it. (laughs) Like a round one. All right. Well, come back next week while we get our deadites on. And uh, thanks for listening. Cheers. Shoes. So yeah, wait, flip back over to see if you'd muted him or kicked him out of the channel. No, I have to what mute him because with... otherwise he, uh, oh, I muted him again. Now how do I unmute him? <laughs> there we go. I will not be silenced. Yeah, you will.